Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. everyone and happy Tuesday. I know that I usually release my podcasts on Wednesday, but this week I have something towards the end of the podcast that I really want to share with you and I wanted it to come out before Wednesday because I wanted more people, I wanted to give more people the opportunity to get in on some of these things. Um, I noticed that Sometimes when I have a podcast or a blog or even sometimes a social media post, I get really excited about it and I just want to hit that share button right away. But it is good to schedule out your content and especially with podcasts, you have to schedule out your content so often. So I have to record them, pre-record them and then just sit there and kind of wait. Um, And so that usually works despite the killer anticipation that I experience. It usually is fine and it works perfectly, but this time today I had two podcasts recorded and ready to go. One was for today and one was for next week because I am a little bit of an over planner and over preparer, but there has been a lot of shift in our country over this past week. Things have really changed drastically from the day that I recorded those episodes to the day that I'm recording this episode. Um, And today is Sunday when I'm doing this. So I imagine that even by the time that this is released on Tuesday, things will probably have changed even more and be continuing to change. So I decided to go back and get rid of those episodes that I had scheduled out and record something a little more... um, present and in the moment and from my heart to make it more applicable, relevant, and useful for you. So that kind of brings up a good point. Something I just like to remind people of during this time. I'm maybe like me, you plan out your content and schedule your social media and that's really good. It does save you a lot of time to plan it and do that. But this is sort of an example of an opportunity that we need to take to step back and just make sure that those things are fitting the landscape of what is going on in our country right now. Um, The story I was going to tell in my podcast was actually about my experience at the conference in San Diego, the social media marketing conference. It was an absolutely outstanding experience. It was a huge leap out of my comfort zone and I was really proud of myself for doing it. While I was traveling, I experienced vertigo, um, which is just like a dizziness. And I was getting that on elevators and escalators and any time I stood up, really. So even if I sat down to go pee, that's probably TMI, but I would stand up and just feel super, super dizzy. So I had that story and I was going to tell you all about it and what I sort of learned from it, but it doesn't really, I mean, breaking out of your comfort zone is sort of kind of like the last thing that we want to think about right now because we're 
all breaking out of our comfort zone. Like we are being forced to break out of this comfort zone. So if you want to hear that story, um, you can go look on my blog, emilyaborn.com. It always will live there. But I don't think that's the story for today. I think today I want to talk about two other things that we can do during this time to kind of support ourselves and support one another. One of the really big takeaways that I did have the conference, uh, sorry, that I did have from the conference that I think is really useful now is the message that it's so super important to come from a place of service to your audience and your followers and your clients. And I think that is, that is as I said, really relevant to right now and something that I'm working on applying to. Just kind of being genuinely and authentically yourself and focusing your attention on helping others and your clients and audience. Um, that is something I want to make my mission as much as I can. And I'm sure you've heard the phrase, they don't know how much you, sorry, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So that's kind of the place I want to come from in all, in all of the content I share and in all of the things that I'm doing right now. I do want to talk about two things today. Some things that we can do as business owners um, to support ourselves and also one another during this time, just based on some of the different things I've been seeing and reading and things I'm feeling for myself too, personally. And then the other thing I want to share, which I'm going to talk about at the end, is just some extra little opportunities to stay connected and get involved and even keep networking if, if that's what you want to be doing um, in the coming weeks. So I do want to give the awkward but Disclaimer, I am a 0% expert on infectious diseases, pandemics, epidemics, basically health, etc. I did actually, ironically, go to school for health education and I studied all of these things. But that means that now I know a big whopping absolutely nothing because that was 16 years ago. And as we know, that is it is a very ever evolving field and you know, I listen to a lot of news from various sources. I read a lot of articles, but I have not kept up in the health education world and I do not know those things anymore. So that is my disclaimer. Never, ever, ever take medical advice from me. So now that that's out of the way, um, it's pretty likely that you most of us are impacted by what's going on right now in the country with the coronavirus. Um, a lot of us are being encouraged to start working from home. If you do not have the luxury of doing that already, we are being encouraged to conduct meetings virtually and definitely not network as much, especially not in group settings. Most of my friends' children's are staying home from school. Sometimes it's for two weeks, sometimes for three weeks, and sometimes they just say it's for the foreseeable future. So what do we do? What do we do right now when it feels like everything is being forced to pause? I can tell you that First of all, it gives me feelings of anxiety a little bit because I am always a person that has like the next date on her calendar. You know, like I always have something with a definite date on it that I'm working on next. And so not having that thing makes me feel a little bit 
anxious, I guess. Like there's not, it's not like I have a ton of free time. I'm still working. Um, but I do feel that feeling of not having these big accomplishments ahead of me that, that, that are definite and certain and, and I know are going to happen, you know, as far as events and dates and things like that. So my first and foremost advice, I guess, is just to take care of the health of yourself and your family during this time. I found myself asking the other day, like, okay, Emily, this is your opportunity to truly focus on your self-care. And I always think we should be committed at our core to ourselves and the health of our families, but this is especially the time to do it. You know, like they say, drink water, get good sleep, spend time in the sunshine and outside, move your body as often as you can. I really, really always stress that if you're sick, no matter what you've got, you should not be around others. And that is for them and for you. So when you, you know, quote unquote, self-quarantine yourself when you have a cold or something, you are actually helping your body to heal by giving it the break it needs, but you're also helping everybody else. And, you know, some people kind of push through it and say, oh, I'm not that sick or my child is sick, but it's okay if I go. Um, But I think you have to think of others too, and that some people don't have strong immune systems and you have to put their interest first as well. So if you're sick, stay home. Um, I always, always, always have felt this way. And I really respect people that heed that. And then of course, you know, washing your hands by now that goes without saying, and hopefully you've all stocked up on that toilet paper. Um, so those are just like the basics, right? These are the health things. Next, I want to encourage you to grab a hold of some tools that you can use in the coming weeks that are going to help you to keep your mind from racing and help you to stay calm and focused and grounded. I recommend downloading a meditation app or a podcast if that's not your thing. Uh, one, I will say one meditation podcast I love is Marissa Iman's Incandescent Podcast, and I'm definitely going to have her as a guest on my show. She, it's going to be wonderful, um, but it's just like all of these lovely subliminal messages, and you can just kind of close your eyes and zone out and relax and listen. I really love her podcast. I also use Sam Harris's Waking Up Podcast, which is a little more active of an experience but it's equally beneficial just from a meditation standpoint. If meditation isn't your thing, spend time journaling. Um, You can also just try spending time with your own thoughts. You can read a book that, and I'm going to say that I recommend reading a book that's just entirely fun and maybe like not business related. Like I read business books like textbooks, you know, I have a paper and pen next to me and Basically, it just means that I'm going to get a whole bunch of action steps after I'm reading it. So I'm just going to try to read a book. It's really giant. It's like way too big for me to finish in two weeks, which is when it's due back to the library. But I'm going to read a book just for fun. Um, so I encourage you to just take a moment or maybe a couple of moments and maybe even make a list. But what are some things that you've always wanted to dig into and do for yourself? And Furthermore, how does it feel when you give yourself the opportunity to, to just take the utmost care for yourself during this time? 
I think that taking more time for peace and relaxation is something that I definitely don't do enough of. And I know that it's helpful for my body and my mind, but I want to, you know, I'm going to try to heed these words for myself, and I really want to encourage you to do the same. I'm going to today, today is Sunday, as I said, recording, I'm going to make what I am going to call just my coronavirus bucket list. And that's just the things that I want to do that I have been putting off for a little while. For example, one of those things is that I want to listen to all of the sessions from the conference I just attended. I have 38 more to go. I listened to two already. And so I want to go back through and listen to those sessions and, you know, take my notes for that. Every month I use a 70 page college lined notebook and my March one today when I'm recording this is March 15th. My March one filled up on March 13th. So now I have to start a March number two. And I have a feeling that after I get through those sessions, Well, my husband will probably not be happy if I go on to March number three, but I'm hoping to fill up another notebook full of all the awesome notes and takeaways that I get from listening to those. So that's on my personal little bucket list for the coming weeks. And the other things are just like cleaning and organization projects and making space in my brain for the things that I've been putting off for a little while. Casey Matthews, who I'm going to talk about like probably three times in this podcast, she and I had this amazing conversation on Saturday. And before that, she recommended to me the that I put into practice taking off one day each weekend. And or I mean, ideally too, right? But I have been a little bogged down with the things that I've been working on. And so I really have realistically... Um, I've been working all weekend long for a long time now, probably since the beginning of January. And I want to start putting it into place. Like, I don't care if it really hurts me to do this, but I do not want to spend both of my week and days working. So that is one thing I really, you know, I can now put this into practice because there is going to be a little bit more time and space during the week without going places and meeting people in in groups. A lot of the events that I had scheduled were canceled and I imagine that's going to kind of just keep continuing for a couple weeks at least. Um, I don't necessarily see my own personal marketing work slowing down so I need to be really intentional, intentional with my time and making sure I am giving myself breaks and taking time for me. I am 100% fully committed to being here for my She Built This community, which means that that, the time I spend on that is probably going to go up as well. But like I said, I do think that I'm going to be out and about a lot less, and I'm trying to do a lot of virtual things, which I'll talk about again at the end. So my therapist just told me today that she is meeting with her clients virtually rather than in person. So there are, you know, these things are happening, and I think it's just going to open up a lot of time for a lot of people. Um, one other thing that if you're if you're ready to do this, I would say now is the time to either join that group program that you wanted to join or hire that coach and work on kind of some of the behind the scenes in your business, the things that maybe you have to frequently put off because you're so busy working on your business or in your business. Sorry, in your business, not on your business. Um, and I do want to say I am 
completely not trying to be like Miss Pollyanna here. I'm not making light of any of this. I just, I wanted to come from a place of just offering some suggestions that we as business owners can do where we can be building and continue creating as we all go through this time together. So I, you know, from a personal perspective or I guess a business perspective also, I think it's really helpful to have people that if that you can call and talk to if that's a form of communication that you find helpful and that fuels you. I really encourage you to have someone you can reach out to. Maybe it's even someone new, you know, that you've always wanted to connect to or talk to. But I highly encourage that. I have five people that I have committed to uh, checking in on and taking the pulse regularly on their physical, mental, and emotional health. And those are just five people that are very near and dear to me. And I want to make sure that they're doing okay. I think it's kind of, I mean, I take it as my responsibility to make sure that no one is feeling isolated. I'm not 100% extroverted, but I'm also not 100% introverted and isolation can get to anyone, no matter how introverted or extroverted you are. So I think it's important if, if that is where you tend towards to just look for some opportunities to connect with one another virtually as well. And trust me, I understand that it's, it's not the same, but I do think it's important. Um, I've seen a lot of people all right, so first off, I have been spending more time on the news feed on Facebook. And typically, I don't spend time on the news feed on Facebook or Instagram. I check, well, on Instagram, I would say I'm more, I am more likely to read the feed. But in Facebook, I typically just stick to my groups and like the people that are kind of in my um, close circle. But I have been scrolling a lot. And I think it's because I just want to hear all these opinions. I don't, sometimes I don't even like, I don't even care if they're true or accurate. I just like to hear what people are saying and sort of see how everyone's feeling. So I've been doing a lot of that, which is, you know, I'm going to throw myself right under the bus and say, that's not the healthiest choice. Um, but I've seen some really positive things too. So I've seen some posts about people sharing food or the resources to get food with others who might not be able to afford it with the school closings. So if there are opportunities, you know, if you're in a position where you can provide that for other people, I think you should do so. I just think it's, this is such a time where if you have something to help and support someone else, this is the time to do it. And if this is you listening and you need some of those things, reach out and find somebody that can help you with those things. I also want to encourage you to help someone else not to panic. Our brains have a much harder time being creative and thinking rationally and, and working when we're in a state of panic. I, on Friday afternoon, sorry, it was Thursday afternoon actually, I had a lot of stress going on and I could not, my to-do list was so long that day and I could just not function and get anything done because my brain was in this state of stress and anxiety and panic. So just like your brain, our bodies have a hard time healing when they're run down or you're feeling a lot of fear. So if these are things you're feeling, if you're feeling scared or you are struggling, 
I really, really encourage you to reach out to somebody that can help you. I told my She Built This members, you know, I plan to be everyone's check-in buddy and I really want everyone to just feel like they can share openly and authentically whatever they're feeling and someone in that group will be able to help them and talk to them go going through whatever they're going through. But if if that's you listening, I really encourage you to find somebody that can help you to do that also. The other thing is taking a you know, taking some time and maybe getting some feedback from other people on what solutions you can use to uniquely pivot your own business. Everyone is kind of changing right now what they're needing to do. So you're going to have to think of new marketing tactics and new things that you need to implement. But I think it's a great opportunity for us to kind of collaborate and talk with one another on ways to think outside the box. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. We recently decided to start doing um, Facebook lives within the She Built This group that offer a little more of a deep dive into different topics. So we had one scheduled called how to grow your social media following at in-person events. Well, very quickly in-person events went away. And so we've now pivoted that to how to grow your social media following at virtual and digital events. And I think it's going to actually be something just completely unique and new that no one else is doing. Um, Aaron Newhart, who is also on my podcast from eStudio Events, she's seeing a huge decline, obviously, in the event planning industry. So what she's doing to pivot is she's creating a virtual summit of speakers, and the speakers are going to share their speeches, and people are going to be able to enjoy the summit right at their home. So just all sorts of different ways we need to start thinking outside the box and pivoting right now. And um, you know, I'm always here to help you brainstorm some of those ideas too, just from a marketing perspective. I've also seen a lot of yoga studios and exercise studios doing things via Zoom and offering live streaming. And, you know, maybe the, the yoga instructor goes to the studio, but she live streams the class for others. I think those are really, really great ways. And they also help your, again, back to the beginning, they help and serve your audience because they're limited in what they're being able to do right now. They might be stuck home with their kids and this is offering them the ability to do these things in their home. Um, And then last but not least, I just want to really encourage you to feel and, and truly allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling because there might be an array of emotions that you go through. The other day, the other morning, I woke up at two o'clock with just like all these new ideas and thoughts and inspirational bursts. And for some reason, my body felt like I just had to get them all done then. So honestly, after laying there for about an hour and a half, I did. I got up and I started just putting some of these ideas to paper and typing them out and putting some things into motion. Um, Later that morning, I was for my walk and I was on the phone with Casey Matthews. I told you I was going to bring her up a couple more times and I will talk more about her in a minute. She's going to be on my podcast soon as well. So after talking to her, she is just such a lovely lady and I had a 
burst of joy and energy. And I was just feeling like so inspired and on fire after talking to her. But then literally moments later, I started to feel like this massive shoe was going to drop on all of us. And I started feeling really panicky and worrying about everyone in my family and a lot of my friends. And honestly, like it, I think it brought me to tears. And then seconds later, I swing to another feeling of just having like so much love for all the people in my family and in my community. And just, oh my gosh, it's, it's overwhelming sometimes how much I feel like I love these people. (laughs) So I would just encourage you that, you know, whatever you're feeling like mom guilt, you there's don't, don't waste your time feeling mom guilt because this is a really unique time. And I promise you, your kids are still going to grow up smart, even if you have to have them in front of a screen for a little, for a couple extra weeks, they're still going to be okay. Um, I saw someone on Facebook, again, I'm telling you, I'm scrolling the feed way too much, but I saw this really positive spin and she said to think of it not as social distancing, but giving each other a little more space and grace, space to move, protect our families, to rest, to create rituals and new habits, space to breathe, space for feelings, for tears, for laughter, and for hope. And I really loved the message. It was, like I said, just a really positive way to look at this. So that's sort of my wrap up on different ways that we can get connected. And I want to share with you a few that that I personally am doing just to help you to dive in a little bit more, even despite the distancing or the spacing that we need to be doing from one another right now. So tomorrow night, thir- uh, sorry, Thursday evening, March 19th, we were going to be having a huge panel event in Portsmouth. And the event features three New Hampshire entrepreneurs. It's a wonderful evening. We hear their stories. It's inspiring. And everyone gets all these ahas and big takeaways. Well, unfortunately, we had to cancel the in-person event. So I said to myself, oh my gosh, Emily, how are you going to pivot? We are going to host the event online and virtually. And that is thanks to... The encouragement of one of my panelists, Amber Liliestrom, she just really like pat me on the back and said, you can do this and we got you and there's everybody here supporting you. So I did. I said, we're going to do it virtually. If you're interested, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it, but you can head over to shebuiltthis.org and grab yourself a seat. The magic of having something be virtual like this is now it literally can be I mean, I have friends in Australia that I met at the social media marketing conference, and if they want to, they can attend it too. It's really kind of exciting how many people now this opens it up to. So we, I mean, I think I'm going to, it's it's a pajama, now it's a pajama panel instead of a just a panel. You can curl up in your jammies, get yourself a glass of wine, a cup of tea, and we're going to have a private Facebook group so the audience can ask live questions just going to be an evening of getting inspired, reinvigorated, and focusing on self-care and connecting even though we're apart. Um, I am going to be focusing on a couple other ways to give back during it. So one of the things is the attendees that already 
purchase tickets for the live event are going to get a really lovely gift and they can also pay it forward by inviting someone to join the event at no extra cost. We are also going to be giving away a whole bunch of fantastic raffle prizes, some from the panelists and some for myself and the ones that I'm doing, I'm going to give gift certificates to brick and mortar stores brick and mortar locations that might be kind of struggling during this time and going through a little bit of a hardship because there's going to be less foot traffic. So that's what we have in store. The panelists are Casey Matthews, who I have mentioned. She is also going to be on my podcast soon. I I truly cannot say enough about this wonderful person. She is an author and a coach. And she wrote two fabulous books, and she's going to be raffling off one of those books at the event. There's also Amber Lily Estrom, who is a coach, podcast host, and branding strategist. And then we also have Lindsay Taylor of Naughty Good Bites. Naughty Good Bites is a chocolate company with a really beautiful message and a, a really empowering um, mission for women that she serves. These three women, every single day, all three of them work to inspire female entrepreneurs and they all come up from a place of love. They have the biggest hearts. I absolutely adore all of them. And Lindsay and Amber have both been on this podcast. The evening is going to be beautiful and you might want to get a box of tissues or if you have an extra roll of toilet paper to spare um, because if you're like me and you cry like every single thing, then you might be, you might find yourself with some tears and, you know, happy tears and sad tears. They all have really, really lovely stories. And the way it's worked out is there is a common thread of synergy amongst the three of them, which I'm hoping we really dive into that evening. Um, that those are their stories to tell, not mine. So I won't say any more, but they have really, really lovely stories and I think it's going to be a great night. So if you are interested in joining us, which I hope you are, you can head on over to www.shebuiltthis.org and it will show you there how to grab yourself a ticket. If you're hearing this before Thursday and um, it's not too late and I'm really glad you're hearing it. I think you're hearing it at exactly the right time. I wish you lots of love and wishes of wellness and I hope you take lots of care and continue to be your unique and awesome self and come from a place of service and helping others. Have a great rest of your week. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.